today with Joe Nash on Live 95. So what do we need to make our city centre a more attractive place to live? How many times have we asked that question here on Limerick Today? Numerous, countless times. In 2015, the then Minister for Finance launched the Living Cities Initiative, an urban regeneration incentive established to focus the regeneration of the historic centres of six cities, which included Limerick, but also Cork, Dublin, Galway, Kilkenny and Waterford. By August this year, just 37 successful redensions residential applications had been received for the initiative here in Limerick. And there was a recent meeting hosted by the current finance minister, Pascal Donoghue, that took place in Dublin where the successes and indeed perceived issues with the Living Cities initiative were debated. The meeting was attended by Limerick City Fine Gael TD Kieran O'Donnell and the CEO of Limerick 2030, David Conway, both voices you're familiar with on the show. And also at the meeting was a well-known voice and face to you, architect and TV presenter Hugh Wallace who's now with me on the line. Hello, Hugh. How are you doing? Fabulous. A very good morning to you. A very good morning to you too. Now, obviously, you have an enormous passion for this. We know the uh, reality of George and Limerick and its enormous potential. But this particular scheme, what's going on? Well, it's been altered and changed. Um, we had the meeting with Pascal, with Finance Minister Pascal O'Donoghue, and it was a great meeting. And the main thing we wanted out of this was an extension from three years to five years. And that's very important for this particular initiative because it takes time to get planning and refurbish buildings, particularly in the heart of Georgian Limerick, which is quite an extraordinary architectural heritage to have. And um, we're looking forward working with the council in Limerick to really get this incentive going. And what it allows you to do is claim back the money you've spent on the building over a seven-year period. It was over 10, now it's over a seven-year period. And that, that, if you like, is offset against your personal income. And it it really is a great scheme. And does it mean that an ordinary listener can get involved in this? Or are we dealing with very wealthy types? No, it's your ordinary listener. Now, it, you know, the, the issue is the scale and the size of the buildings in Limerick. And they are substantial because they're four stories over over a basement or they're four stories. And um, there are a number of those buildings which are in sore need of this initiative. And it, it's about bringing people back and living in the cities and that the buildings are lived in. Because only if buildings are lived in can they, are they maintained and do they survive. And so this is a very important initiative. And along with this initiative, not to confuse dancing, is the town's fund scheme, which is for buildings that are in a state of disrepair, vacant or dilapidated and this fund will also be available to owners of of these properties so there's a real opportunity here now to get on and have a good go at reinvigorating limerick
Now, we mentioned the town funds uh, on the show last week as well, and we have talked a lot about the Living Cities Initiative. One of the things we're aware of is communal living. In in a couple of instances, that's what they've done with relative success. It doesn't suit everyone, but one advantage is, as you mentioned, the scale of these properties is such that it could be difficult for a single family. It is indeed, but one of the things we're going to tease out now between now and Christmas is how you take one of these buildings and you're able to divide it up into a two-bed, a one-bed and a two. And the Apart- reason- Apartments, you mean? Yeah. Apartments, yeah. but these are large apartments and they, they'd be, um, you know, they'd be independent apartments within the building itself. And that is something that we need to tease out, the how that is done. And it's done in every other country in Europe. But in Ireland, we seem to have legalities and hula hoops to go through. And we need to see how they can be ironed out, along with issues pertaining to the building regulations. Mm. We're chatting to Hugh Wallace, a well-known architect, and you've seen him on television, and some of what he does actually on TV is about you know, restoring and looking at this sort of property around the country. Now, I mentioned 2030. In all honesty, that year has taken on almost mythical proportions in Limerick, because we've been talking about it so long since it was launched in 2013, and there are a lot of targets around it. Our listeners are a bit frustrated, I would say, at the moment because there's a, work's going on on O'Connell Street and people can see the, the medium to long-term benefit, but it, it is causing its issues and there are other things happening. But part of the plan, obviously, is to bring people into town, have them living here, have them experiencing urban living and not a close down at six in the evening, which a lot of Correct. people complain about. Correct. And and this is, you you, you know, we're, we all talk about sustainability but the most sustainable thing you can do is to live in the city not have a car and you 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 know you have 15 minute cities so everything you need in Limerick is within 15 minutes of you you've got great transportation so there's no need for a car and the size of these apartments have to be such that they're for long term that somebody can move into this into apartments or living and live there for their lives. And, and just and to that's understand, critical. is it is it buying or renting or what? Buying, buying, buying. And, but, and, the, and, and, the and, and it has that. to be at the right price. Well, and I is, think that you can achieve that. Sorry to cut across here. No, no. I think you can achieve that because you're you're taking a building, a single building, and dividing it into three decent apartments. Okay. Um, so in Limerick terms, I mean, what, is, what kind of price point is that? Is it 150000 Is it, what would you reckon? I'd say it should be, it should be like a quarter of a million. Quarter of a million? For a, two, two, a decent two-bedroomed apartment that is self-contained, that has garden facilities at the back. You know, it, these buildings are amazing. Yeah. Um, and insulation and air ratings and all that stuff that's so much part of the um, building now? Well, yes, you, you, you should be able to get up to... The, the desirable level is to get to a B2. And in some cases, that will be feasible. If you have a building, funny enough, one apartment might be a C and the other two might be B2 because the apartment on either the first floor or the ground floor may well have architectural elements and features that have to be retained.
Mm. Now, just looking at what has happened to our neighbours in uh, Cork since the Living Cities initiative was introduced there. I mean, we've said 37 homes in Limerick. According to uh, what I'm looking at here, 92 have been refurbished or on course yeah. to be refurbished in Cork City Centre. So in relative terms, we're not that far behind. And it, it does a sense maybe that the whole initiative just is not catching. No, the whole initiative didn't catch because originally there was constraints around the, the tax and the tax incentive. You couldn't bring your tax forward. Uh, there were limitations on the amount of money. There was It was just the fir- initial... Uh, tax initiative wasn't sensible. It changed in 2019, but at that stage, the damage had been done. And if you like, what the minister has now done is taken away these restrictions and opened up this initiative to a lot more people. Will it carry on for a while then? It's going to carry on for five years. So that is is really fantastic. It, It justifies people knowing that if they're undertaking a building, they have five years to get planning, do the work and get the grants. And do you passionately believe, you that if we can get more people to take up something like this, you know, Historic Limerick or elsewhere, that it could genuinely be a big part in rejuvenating city centres? I think it has a huge impact because all of a sudden, like people come to Dublin to walk around George and Dublin. But they should all be walking around George and Limerick. You now have that magnificent uh, rugby museum. That in itself is going to enhance and rejuvenate O'Connell Street. And you've got terrific new buildings going up in Limerick. And it just you just need one more bold step. And you could have the most fantastic city. Like people look at these buildings, probably they look at them and still go, they're a bit of a slump. But these buildings aren't slums. They're the absolute opposite. They, they will make terrific homes. And as I said, we have to be honest about sustainability. And our fetish for cars, particularly when we live in the city, has to go. Because we all should be using, you know, a go-car, where you literally buy the car or the time in the car for three hours. And in their original forms, presumably, these were seen as grand houses. These were owned by the merchant classes in Limerick. And Limerick was a thriving port and city full of business and entrepreneurship. And that is what's coming back to Limerick. And if you like, the 2030 vision is about delivering that. It is about entrepreneurship, it's about employment, but it's also about living in the city. Hmm. Uh, do you also envisage the offices that uh, some of these buildings have become, that they will move out uh, and that you will get more residential living in blocks? I think I think that is absolutely the case because they, they don't really suit offices of today, you know, with the staircases and everybody in different rooms. And so therefore, the opportunity is really to return these buildings too residential. As I say, these are large buildings and therefore must be able to be divided into multiple ownership. Mm. Uh, so you feel the Minister for Finance listened and oh. there, w- there will be reform? 
There is. There well, is, the proposal the is proposal, that there will it's be. It's a proposal. Yeah, yeah. It's not been signed off yet. Isn't no, that no, right? no, no. But the proposal is, and it'll have a huge impact for all of our cities in our country. Finally, what is your sense of you know someone involved from an architectural point of view in the you know, construction industry and building? What is your sense of housing at the moment and worries about capacity at one side, price at the other? Well, there's a complete mismatch. So if you go outside the Dublin area, you can't actually afford to build a house and sell it and make a profit. And the only way and re- way that houses can be built is if the Land Development Agency or uh, Cluid or a, a housing body come in and step in to buy the houses. So there's something completely askew in the market. And I, while I think that material prices are starting to come back, labour won't. And there's a genuine shortage of skilled labour in the country. Okay. All right. Well, listen, great to talk to you, Hugh. Thank you very much for your time. Interesting to see how the Living Cities Initiative uh, will uh, be brought forward now based on what you've been saying to the government. As I mentioned, David Conway from Limerick 2030 met uh, the minister, as did Limerick Finnegale TD Kieran O'Donnell recently. Appreciate your time. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.